We're off. Okay, got it. <laughs> Welcome to Hanging Out in Grandma's Basement. I'm Mr. Tyrone. That's Mr. Mast. We are professionally unprofessional, as you will be able to tell by this episode. And our guest is Dr. Drew. Um, Thank you for having me on again. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> little little last minute, I guess we would say that. Um, so, we're not sure where this is going to lead. And we'll just go and see what happens. Is that the best way to put it, fellas? Yeah, that sounds perfect. All right. So, we don't really have a topic, but we're just going to start firing off questions and see what happens and see where the spirit leads this mighty episode. Hopefully the spirit leads well. (laughs) So I guess my first question is, I think we all kind of read, but what's your favorite book you've ever read? And then like the follow up, what's a book that has been recommended to you that you've just haven't got around to reading yet? through for uh loop there ever read i mean it can be any um you want me to go first i'm gonna go with a couple of recent oh no i'll go with this one um i think one of my favorite books one of my favorite authors so i'm gonna go with that is probably nelson demille he did a um there's two different series one of them only has two books um the gold coast and um, I think the other one's The Guest House or something like that. But those are good. And the other one that I like that's very similar to it is his John Corey novel. Uh, he's a kind of an old detective. And he reminds me, Jordan, you might get this one. He reminds me a little bit of Sheldon in his writing because he's kind of a smart ass. But it's hilarious. And it's also really good. Can I say that on this? Yep. You did. Okay. Pass, pass is formidable. <laughs> All right, good. Um, yeah, so it, it's entertaining and it's also kind of sarcastically funny. Those are probably probably my favorite um, author and book series. Uh, recently, recently I read one that I usually don't read a lot of uh, nonfiction, but there was one called Killers of the Flower Moon, and it was about the um, Osage Indians in Oklahoma. And how at one time they were like the wealthiest per capita people in the world because of oil on their reservation that they were given. And then there ended up being a lot of murders and it was kind of the beginning of the FBI. And I usually don't think nonfiction is really fun to read necessarily. There's a lot of good, like good stuff. I'll read some other, like, I guess you call them self-help coaching type things but uh that was a really good one and uh if you want to get into some nonfiction, i'd recommend that one um on my well, let me look i forget what it's called i just put a book on my list that was recommended to me this one was a another nonfiction. it was the art of the impossible um have me on in a month or two and i'll tell you how it is <laughs> I uh, yeah yeah my uh, Julie just said you probably will be so don't worry about it. 
Uh, my favorite books are, uh, I mean, I, I don't read a ton of books. Uh, mostly I listen to them because I'm on the road so often. Um, I like to listen to a lot of the Michael Lewis books. Um, I just finished like the Big Ford again. I have listened to that a bunch of times. Um, and then I listen to Moneyball quite often, just every once, once every year, typically just say, I don't know why. Um, and I, I just like his books where he's talking about people who think a little bit different. Um, I also just read a book on clear coaching by Todd Bean. Um, That's pretty good. Uh, he does the Tobo stuff, um, Tobo coaching series. So I what thought that was pretty good too. Who is it? What coaching series? Uh, so he runs like this coaching clinic or coaching thing that you can pay to, to get for soccer. Um, he, wrote, he wrote a book. He's, um, you know who Johan Cruyff is? No, probably not. No, I don't. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, so he runs this. He runs a school to try to teach uh, coaches how to run possession. And so he he um, wrote this book about coaching, just making sure that you have a clear uh, vision for it, for what your program wants to be. So I just read that one. That was pretty good. Um, but most of the books that I'm reading are either something around coaching or something around trying to get better at understanding soccer. Those are the things that I'm kind of doing right now. Pretty boring stuff if you're not into that, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, what about you, Ty? What are you doing? Oh, I haven't. I tr really haven't read anything in a while. But like, I would say my one of my favorite books is A Painted House by Grisham. And I don't know why I like that so much. Like, it's <laughs> it's probably one of his more dull. Is it the only book you've ever read? No. <laughs> it's, like, like well, it's I don't know like. For some reason, I I just enjoyed that book like a lot, and I don't I can't really tell you why. I don't think I've read that one. I like I like Grisham's books. I've only read probably three of them, maybe, but they're generally good. And I know that we've talked about this before, but um, if you have Libby, the app uh, Libby, it's really it's really nice because, um, like I said, I'm always on the road, so I'm constantly downloading books off that and um, listening to them. It's a, a it's free from the library so you can just download audiobooks on that and you can, that way you're not spending a lot of money on audible audible is really nice but it's so expensive so and then i just listened yeah. to a book it was written by uh pablo escobar's son actually or allegedly or co-wrote or something i don't know exactly what it was but it was from like his point of view from him and it gave like a lot of interesting insights to their lives and it was like truly interesting and like the guess what guy that was narcos was about right yes. yeah huh, did they talk about his hippos <laughs> it was he, was like, he like Pablo Escobar was all into like this exotic wild, wildlife and then apparently yes. they have like this hippo population down there yeah and like it, it kind of it goes into like all that kind of stuff and it was I can't remember the name of it Actually, I got it off Libby, I think. But then, I don't know. The books I want to read, I keep getting told if I'm a coach soccer, I need to write, read The Inverted Pyramid. It kind of talks about soccer, how it used to be and how it is now. And But it's really thick, and I just haven't got the motivation to do that. <laughs> don't fall asleep, Jordan. Sorry, man. I, it's been a rough week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm reading. I'm. I'm just started reading um, a book on 
game theory with soccer. So I'm I'm about 15 pages in, and it is the most complicated stuff I've ever read. So, but it's interesting. So hopefully I can pick it up. But that's what my life is: is trying to get ready for soccer season. So I don't <laughs> don't feel like I'm letting all my my team down. So um. When you go to a Chinese restaurant, what is your go-to order? I need to know this. Well, I would never go to a Chinese restaurant. All right, Asian restaurant doesn't necessarily I, I don't, mean to be Chinese. It could be well, like I don't an like, Asian restaurant. Yeah, I really don't like that style of food. What? <laughs> Are you serious? You don't like it? So my favorite, I really like Thai food. Um, I, I was going to say Thai. Thai basil is one of my favorites. Yeah, Thai is... Thai is Either that That's or great. some sort of spicy noodles as well. Yeah, same here. How you don't like Asian food? Not, I mean, I'll eat it if I have to. Like, but like, I don't go out of my way to go get it. What's your favorite non? Um, I guess favorite taco, favorite type of taco. Everyone likes yeah. taco. Well, say taco. I can tell you that right now. He gets it every favorite, single time. A favorite, my favorite taco. Like yeah. Just your regular old taco. I'm a simple guy. What are you talking about? You get steak tacos every single time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A steak, a simple steak taco, cheese and lettuce and meat. Delish. Maybe a little salsa sprinkled on. So I had a new new type of taco recently. Have you ever heard of birria tacos? No. I think so. I oh, think so. They're incredible you have like a consomme that you dip it in oh they're so good we had a first time i had them uh there's a taco place here in winston that there's like this article about the secret taco location that nobody knows about and it had only been open for a little bit and it gave an address and they said you go and you park there and they'll come out and take your order and that's it and then they'll bring your food out so we went there one day and this article like blew this place up but it was at just somebody's house and you just like drove up and you got their attention and there were some people that were walking around they get your order and then they walk in and you gotta i think we waited we waited for almost an hour actually because there were a ton of people um and then they bring out your tacos and it's the back of it it's in the back of their house it was bizarre and it actually got shut down by the city because there were so many people that were like parked along the street. But now if you like direct message them on Instagram, they will, uh, you can get your orders. They're working on getting like a food truck or something like that. What type of food is it? Uh, what, what's the country of origin? Do you know? The, I, like the tacos, I think in Central America somewhere, I'm guessing Mexico. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guess. But they had some like <laughs> they had some like birria ramen stuff like that. It was it was uh really delicious. Best taco I maybe have ever had. Also weird experience. Now if you're watching on YouTube you can see this was like the house that I picked it up at. <laughs> we like drove around the back and they walked out out of the back of the house. Oh, wow, that's super tacos. sketchy. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> yeah, is... Oh, so good. 
But if it's good tacos, I think it's worth the wait and worth the sketching. Yeah. But like in the, they wrote the thing. I guess the this family, a lot of them lost their job during COVID, and so they were trying to figure out, you know, what to do. And so they started making tacos and told their friends. And somebody wrote this article about it, and it just like blew up. And uh, over like three days after that article went out, they shut them down because there was so much traffic on the street. But they were maybe the best tacos I've had in my life. So if they're just doing it out of the back of their house, is there any like so-called like rules they have to follow? No, I kind of looked that up too. <laughs> it seems super shady. I mean, I'm but, pretty sure that it has to follow something. I mean, that is beyond. No, shady. you. There's, there's a at least in North Carolina, um, it's some certain thing where you're allowed to sell food out of your house, and you don't have to, as long as they're not like eating in the house, you don't have to like go through all kinds of. You don't need a health place department things and stuff like that. Mm-mm. Wow. I'm glad Didn't they know. don't because these were life changing. <laughs> All right, next question. Who's the next question? I, I'd just like to give a shout out. Team USA just scored in the 89th minute. And they about gave up another goal in the 90th. Well done, fellas. Well done. Should we shut down the United States program? No. Why anyway. does the U.S. suck at soccer? Why? Just because it's like the favorite sport. <laughs> there's there's a lot of All theories there. on why the U.S. sucks at soccer. We My can have a, like we can have a whole show into athletes. that. All our best athletes are in some other sport. It, in my opinion, it starts when you don't have uh, consequences for not for sucking at the top levels. Yeah, these, these clubs aren't finding the, the young kids who are good in developing them. It's up to these grassroots coaching programs uh, to develop. And who knows what type of coaching they're getting. And like you said, the top athletes typically aren't going there uh, aren't 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 playing and then that's their life in all the other countries so i mean we're kind of, kind of behind the eight ball um when they're not doing it you know all day every day right and who knows what instructions they're getting at least that's my opinion yeah. and it's pay to play so you have to be rich that's true anywhere not, not necessarily rich, sports, but not lower class most of the other sports you don't like anybody can play them. Like, yeah. You can go out and play a basketball court anywhere, or you just have to be an athlete and strong to play football, really. Yeah. I mean, people are going to find you, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's some skill positions, but if you're big and strong, you'll be okay. Yep. Okay. Next question. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Drew. All right. What sporting event or events are on your uh, sporting event bucket list? Well, I would like to go see a, a game, uh, a soccer game at Barcelona at some point oh, in a, a Premier League game. I think those are the two bucket list things. So one Premier League game doesn't really make maybe Man City. I don't know. And a Barcelona game. 
those would be the two things. I don't necessarily feel like I need to go watch anything in the United States. I don't think anything's really special. But yeah, I think that would be special to go overseas and watch that. What you, Ty? Yeah, I would agree uh, with this. With, with us being soccer guys, like going to, over to, I would say maybe Tottenham, this new stadium, and w- watching them play maybe Arsenal, I don't know, North London Derby. If you're talking in the U.S., I think if it was like a game seven between the Red Sox and Yankees in one of those two stadiums, that would be kind of fun. As, as a neutral fan. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, excluding obviously like the Browns or the, the Indians in game seven or Browns in the Super Bowl, like obviously those, but yeah, if it's just, if you're just a neutral observer, I think that those would be the ones for me at least. What about you, Drew? Um, I think I'd like to see a Super Bowl. The problem is I think it's the exact opposite of what like you guys were talking about and other countries where like, I, I couldn't care less really about soccer but i've seen a lot of the the fans and it just looks like it'd be a fun time like they're nuts the hooligans right they're Mm -hmm. like that would be exciting but a super bowl is like all neutral site generally so i just don't feel like that would be quite as exciting even though it would be awesome to see so i think any probably either a probably a a world series game seven like i want to see a winner go home um, game and in major league, you know, that's the only one. So um, probably a game seven world series, maybe Um, I'd also like to go to some of the Olympics, summer Olympics in particular. I just, I love the Olympics. I'm excited that I are supposed to be having it this year. I didn't know you were an Olympics fan. Which (laughs) sports do you watch? Almost anything. What? So I will watch curling in the winter. <laughs> curling is a good sport to watch if you know what's going on. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll watch anything. I think my favorites are probably track and field or the swimming one. I'm just a sucker for the, the stories, Bob Costas, and everything. It's great. The full night. Like, I'll stay up to like one in the morning and just be miserable for two weeks because I want to watch all the Olympics. Uh, I, I would agree with you on the, like the track and field, like the finals, not the prelims, but like the finals, I think that would be. Yeah. Very intense to watch. Especially the short like distances. Real international. Like it's a, it would kind of be an experience different than almost any other. You've got people from all over there watching right. as well. Yeah. What national chain restaurant is your favorite restaurant? Obviously, we don't prefer them, but if you had to stick with one and you're going to a city that you have no idea about and you can't use any reviews, which one are you going to? I'm not sure how national it is, but uh, oh gosh, I just lost it. (laughs) Um, Is it Burger King? Is it, is it Burger King? Are you no, saying like ribs? Are you saying like? <laughs> a, it, are you saying like just a chain? Or are you saying like it has a to chain. be everywhere? A, na- a national chain. It can't be like yeah, a national chain. Uh, we can we can change uh, the rules if you wanted to have like a local chain. Well, well, I would, like 
to me, I'll let Drew think about this, but like, so like when I used to travel to see my brother, when he lived down in North Carolina, I didn't know a lot of places. So, but I knew Bojangles. <laughs> Bojangles is good. And so like, that was my, like, if I was, if I was hungry and I wasn't at his place yet and I had to stop and eat, I was stopping at a Bojangles because I knew I could eat me some good chicken and biscuits. There's is different. They have a little bit of a spice. They're all over here in North Carolina. Yeah. Their, their uh, breakfast biscuits are the best. They're just like coated in butter. They're handmade. They On their commercials, they say they start at 3 a.m. every morning to get them ready. That's a, that's a solid one. Does it, does it have to be fast food kind of? Is yeah, that what you're yeah, looking we, for? I mean, we, we're just having like a conversation. Applebee's? You know what? Uh, you know what? I was gonna say. Go ahead. I was gonna say famous Dave's. That's what okay. I was looking for. They have phenomenal ribs. I don't think I've ever been to famous Dave's. Oh, you need to go. All right. Uh, new question. Or, um, I was gonna say, I just, well, uh, one other thing. If you know, go Italian, I don't have one. I just. I talk. I'm the guest. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we just cut you off, man. We're unprofessional. <laughs> go ahead, sir. Yeah. Go, go for it, Jordan. <laughs> no. All right. So here's a new question. What? Anything from? No, I already know your up. restaurant. Yeah. I really don't have one. I what? just want a. I just want a burger and fries. That's all. As so long you're, as you you're, give me burger and fries. Down, please. Then you're going to Applebee's. Yeah, Applebee's is fine. I hate their food, but they can make a burger and fries. Shoot me. The other one that's really good Italian is Buca de Beppo. No, I've never been there either. Oh, that's really good. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to piggyback off your question unless you've got a good Go ahead, man. one. A, a non-chain restaurant in your area that hands down nails, but nobody ever knows. But like a lot of people don't know about it. You have to go to this person's back porch and <laughs> order it. Besides, besides that, besides them, a, a physical place where you can go and sit down if they allow that at this time. Oh. Yeah, give me one minute. Do you have one? Me? Uh, yeah. I found I found this Thai uh, place in Newark um, this week. It was amazing, um, but like you were talking about um there's only one table so i don't necessarily know if that means it's, a, it's not really a sit-down place but it, it was really delicious oh yeah um julie says the bolivar diner bolivar diner is really good um if you're ever in bolivar and you need it, it's canal street diner but if you, it's really solid food if they have a table it counts because i would say like what is it bay fish lobster and worcester they have like two tables yeah they're fun they're a fun place to go like the lobster mac and cheese is nails. We're gonna have to go, Ty. We're gonna have to go. I would have to go with uh, Miss Ora's chicken. It is. They do fried chicken. That's about it, and it is phenomenal. Nice. If you're in Winston Salem and you want to eat some fried chicken, go there. What piece of 90s nostalgia do you hang on to to have a hobby uh, in 2021? 
or is there nothing that you've kept from when you grew up that is like something that you do for fun? Man. So for me, My, I, have a group, no, I have a group of I have, I have a group of friends that play uh, Age of Empires too. That was um, made in like nineteen nineties, and we play it all the time. So it's really strange, but it's a lot of fun. What about you? I think my hobbies have shifted. I don't, I didn't really have hobbies and, or like little things to do in high school other than baseball, probably. That's pretty boring. I mean, I still have my Super Nintendo. There you go. And I still play Ken Griffey Jr. baseball, baby. Just played two games today. <laughs> um, I still go biking. Does that count? I had a bike. In the 90s. I guess, it, I guess it's 90s. It's a, it's a different bike. <laughs> uh, I like 90s music. Yeah. That's do you boring. feel, is you, I like listen to like the classic rock station and 90s music sometimes come on there and it's just, oh man, it's rough to hear sometimes. But you realize 90s music now. Is like when we were in the 90s and they were playing 60s music. That's what's crazy. We're so old. <laughs> mm, I know. <laughs> we are so, I am so old. What do you mean you are? We're all old, man. All right, new, next question. Who's the next question? Drew. I've got, got him, let's see. Um, What's your best work story? I'll go first. <laughs> Actually, go I have probably two of them. Two of them that are pretty good. Uh, the first one is, this actually happened to a, a colleague of mine. And so if anyone doesn't know, I'm a physical therapist. And, you know, we've got patients. They're sometimes in the gym area together and they're talking. And a lot of times people get anatomy terms wrong like i hear all the time my rotor cup my rotor cup was hurt <laughs> all right and you don't you don't care you don't correct them that often but uh one time we pretty much had to because the guy's out there he's talking to this other lady and she's like oh yeah you know what are you here for do you have surgery blah 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 and he goes yeah um i tore my labia and <laughs> he's gonna look at him and then stop <laughs> and he overheard him he was like, he waited until she was gone. He was like, so I want to let you know, uh, the surgery that you had was for a torn labrum. He's like, yeah. And he goes, well, you told the other lady something else. He's like, what did I tell her? <laughs> then he tore your labia. <laughs> and he like got these big eyes. He was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Like, let me know when she's scheduling. I'm never coming back at the same time. <laughs> she didn't like say anything. She uh, just was like, okay, yeah. Oh, no. She was just like, kind of got this look and, <laughs> okay. <laughs> she didn't want to go. She did not want to go into depth in that, I don't think. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. One of the other ones that was pretty good, uh, so this one happened to me, I had a, a patient. She was a older patient, 
and uh, she came in one day and she was telling me that she had a new medication and it gave her gas. And I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. If you stop, you can go to the restroom, whatever, just tell me, we're fine. Well, uh, earlier in that same day, we had a, a backup at our clinic, a septic backup, and we had to call out the Roto-Rooter guys to come in. And they were there in the morning and left. And this was like the first visit after lunch. And so I'm in there, I'm working with her. And, and there's like an eval or a treatment room. And then there's a gym outside and I had someone else that was outside. So I was there for a bit. I walked out and I said, you know, I gave her a few things to do. I said, I'll be back in a few minutes, went out. And um, as I'm out there, I overhear another PT with her patient. He goes, there's something about it smelling. And uh, the other PT, no clue what was going on with that patient in the room. And she just goes, well, yeah, we had Roto-Rooter out here. We had a sewage backup earlier. I'll have to call him again. Jeez. And like walk off and a bit later I walked in and she just looked at me and she goes, that wasn't Roto-Rooter. That was, <laughs> that was my medication. <laughs> so I was just like, secret safe with me. I won't tell anyone. <laughs> and she's like, She's <laughs> like the most loyal patient after that. Suffered <laughs> <laughs> <Number> for. <laughs> uh, I did tell the other PT, I was like, don't worry about calling anybody for the Rotorator. But yeah, that was, a, that was a good one. Ty, do you have a story? I really don't. I don't. A lot of, nothing really exciting ever happens at work. I mean, nothing at all? Because like I don't have anything either. Like nothing happens at work. Like, I can talk about like things that happen like when I'm coaching, but like that's not really a work story, and it's not really. Like, I mean, it's kind of funny because like she's okay now, but it, at that time it like wasn't. <laughs> like I, we had a, like I had a girl with a concussion, and she came. She somehow got cleared, and so like we were like just testing to see how good like if she was fine. And she literally was like running in a circle, like her left foot was like planted and her right foot was like running and she was just like <laughs> spinning in a circle in the middle of a soccer field. And had like no that clue. little bat thing, you know, where yeah. you're like spinning around That is bat. exactly what it looked like. And, but we're in the middle of a game and like, I literally just ran down the field and grabbed her to stop her. And the ref's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, tell, explain anything because it's a JV game. And he was like, oh, okay. So, like, they stopped the game, and she is like, had no clue what was going on. How did, how in the world did she get cleared? I don't know. But, like, it was, like, and, like, looking back, I probably shouldn't have put her in, but, like, I guess you don't know until you put her, like, put her in a <laughs> game situation, and we learned that she was not okay. But, like, now she's fine. And that was what, 10 years ago? She's fine. She's married. Has a family. Or as we know. All right. Next question. Does anybody have a next question? Uh, Drew, do you have any more? You had a couple good ones during the pre-show. Um, what's the best meal you've ever eaten? We got a lot of food ones here. My, uh, my favorite meal uh, 
food I've ever had. It was, I went to this noodle shop in China. Um, it was absolutely incredible. They, they stretched the noodles in front of you. Uh, and you, it was a spicy chicken noodle dish that they made. And like the head of the chicken was in the dish too. It was the best dish I've ever had in my life. It was, you, it was so spicy that you had to keep drinking because like everything was just running out of, it was incredible. <laughs> I hope I have that meal again, but it, it was, it was, incredible. You said it was in China. It was in China, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I know someone else, Mallory's dad, they were over there and he had a meal. He said it was incredible. Some sort of chicken dish. He said it was insanely spicy, but it was so good. Oh, but he yeah. He said they had, awesome. it seemed like they took the, the chicken parts and like put it in a blender because he kept pulling out little tiny chicken bones. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like he had this little like pile of chicken bones by the <laughs> by the end of it. Oh, they just like chopped it straight up, like bone and all. I'm trying to think if there's another meal that compares, but it, it really doesn't. That was the best meal by far. But you guys, um, probably one of the best I've ever had was when we were in Charleston. They've got a lot of really good restaurants down there, and uh, there's a place called Pugin's Porch, and I had like a, it was like a braised ribs. Uh, gosh, it's, forget what else it was. I had that, and then Mallory got a, a shrimp and grits that was phenomenal. Um, we kind of split them, but it was so good. They've got some awesome food in Charleston. I guess it's my turn. I can't remember the place, but it was when I was in Myrtle Beach, and we went to some hole-in-the-wall bar and had shrimp and grits and it was like i do not like grits and i just couldn't get enough it was it was just amazing wish i knew the name of the place i'd give them a shout out (laughs) (laughs) but uh, anything else we're running out of time yeah i think we're about done oh mr jordan uh, thanks for dealing uh, with my tiredness, and I'm glad that we were able to get through this. <laughs> Without me Sorry for the lack of help. We made it. Hey, well, hey, thanks for hanging out, Drew. Uh, when you finish that book, let us know. You can come back on. We can talk about it. We're always looking, <laughs> All right, awesome. We're always looking for guests. All right. All right. I'll let you know. All right. Thanks. Peace out. See ya.